And post-heroic stories are not about um, strength, they're about compassion, like the beautiful old European stories of the Grail, where the knight who is on a quest for the Grail uh, must um, ask a question in order to attain the Grail and to heal the wound of the Fisher King and to heal the wasteland that the world has become. And the question that the knight must ask is a very simple, pointed, what ails thee? doesn't matter what the answer is. It's not about answers in the post-heroic story. It's about knowing the right question to ask, a question of compassion. Tuesday, June 2020, and I figured it was time for a break, step out in the garden, and grab some fresh air. Today, I've been doing a lot of research into, what is this? A little ultralight type plane going overhead, which is drowning out the sounds of the cool birds in the back garden. But it's a cool looking instrument that is. Nice. I like being up in the sky. Jumping out of airplanes, I've done that. There's always a fun experience that was. Skydiving, actually I've done military parachuting and also skydiving. If you've not done it, something to add to your list and to do. Today, I've been mostly doing research around myths, st story, stories and myths, but more on the myth side, which are essentially stories. Stories that instruct us on how to be. I know the, the word myths, and I'm not gonna go a whole lot into it because I'm actually doing research for the podcast episode that we're doing on Wednesday for the Wisdom Experience podcast that I do with Naomi. But as this has been the main thing on my mind this morning, I thought, let me just unload um, some of these, whew, some of these thoughts, because I've gone through a whole uh well a whole lot of whole lot of things today um in relationship to myths so my head is full of it full of full of full of myths and i think 
The question that we're after is exactly how can we use mythology to benefit our everyday life? Or something of that variation. Because what it is is this, is that there's a, a school of thought in psychology headed up by the late James Hillman where he talks about mythic imagination and that, that we're missing the fullness of life by having relegated myths to um, a second tier or relegated myths to falsehoods and fairy tales or just, just stories to not really pay any attention to apart from entertainment. And what he says is that um, the people are itchy and lost and bored and quick to jump at any fix. So why is there such a vast self-help industry in this country? Why do all these selves need help? They've been deprived of something by our psychological culture. They have been deprived of the sense that there is something else in life, some purpose has come with it, with them into the world. And that this disconnection from that something is what causes us angst, unhappiness, discomfort, dissatisfaction um, with life. But if we could only begin to use our mythic imagination, and if you think about like, stepping outside and your whole world is alive, the trees, you know, taking on a personification, the very earth personified, the various different things that you interact with in your environment, the animals, and even inanimate objects that you interact with. If you bring these characters alive, it enlivens your life. And it's not about um, living with your head in the clouds and check that metaphor out. Um, but it's more just about a way of, of seeing and experiencing the world with more zest, with more life, with more of your imagination on a hundred percent dialed up. So these are the stories which offer us more enriching values by which to live. But the thing is, most of us don't necessarily think of things like um, progress and heroism as underpinning cultural um, mythologies. It's not really presented to us that way. It's presented to us as, as not as a story that we can pick or choose, but as how the world actually is. Young did some work with concept he called active imagination and he used it in his therapies but again and not just therapies to fix itself but from a personal growth standpoint for um, achieving this idea of individuation the wholeness of being being your best self requires this use of active imagination. Even Einstein, he said that 
imagination was better than or more important than knowledge. And that's something that I wanted to tap back into. Like consciously re-engaging an active imagination. But not just as a pastime or something to do, you know, when you got some spare time or or something that you're gonna pour into, you know, making a video or writing you know, fiction or something, you know, and that's an aspect of imagination, but in the relationship to how folks like James Hillman and Carl Jung and Joseph Campbell talked about myths, they were more about an instruction for how to be. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I don't want to go on too much about this because We'll be talking about it in a lot more depth on Wednesday. But I'll leave you with this quote from Joseph Campbell. Every culture, every people, every religion is an accumulation of its stories, legends, and myths. It is these myths told and retold from generation to generation that help us understand each other determine our own lives, and navigate the future. Every life is a story, and the story can change the world. All right, Oriomo. Be good, be kind, do good stuff, and we'll catch you tomorrow.